Of Learner Center for Proficiency Based Education. My name is Matthew Shea. With me today, as always, it's me, Courtney Belolan. Well, all we, right. We tried to go weekly, Courtney. We <laughs> fail. Yeah, it happens. It happens. It Travel and sickness, and you know that's that's what you get. Me, snow. Right? snow. Snow. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't really been yeah. in school in a few weeks. It seems so. No, we haven't. I think next year we just. Don't have February. Just cancel school. Just go right from January to March. Yeah. <laughs> just okay. That works for me too. Okay. So we've got stuff in the parking lot today. Yeah, we do. I have, there's a lot on the parking lot right now, which is great. Thank you everybody for contributing. Absolutely. Um, and so the one we're going to highlight today, it says with great power comes great responsibility. Are you sure kids who can't remember to wash their hands before leaving the bathroom should be making critical decisions about their learning? Isn't that what teachers get paid for? Let's, that's an interesting one. Yeah, well, first of all, like, I'd say like 90% of adults don't wash their hands when they leave the bathroom and oh. we're in charge of the world. I've got stories that I will not share, yes. Yeah, absolutely. no, we don't need to go there, but like, you know. <laughs> All right, and it is the the last part of that is is the interesting part for me. Isn't that what teachers get paid for? And I, <laughs> I, I don't think that's what teachers get paid for. I don't think it's about making decisions about the about learning for students. No, I thought we were supposed to be helping students with their learning. Maybe a subtle difference, but maybe I'm, a subtle difference. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, and I think to be honest, I think that's part of the key is that we, we don't want to make decisions for them and tell them this is what you're learning and this is what, this is going to be how you're doing it and this is how you wash your hands and this is what you do. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's not about that. It's like, yeah, we teach them and if they screw up, we're supposed to like help them and learn from their mistakes, right? Right. Yep. You didn't wash your hands coming out of the bathroom. Okay, Johnny, well, why would, why would that be a good thing? And let's <laughs> talk about that one and fix it for the next time. And get them to figure out and not just say, okay, now you didn't wash your hands, so you have detention. You have to stay in for recess for me. Because what right. does that do? That doesn't do anything. I don't like that. Well, I think, I I mean, we're, we're all about personalizing. Like, so I think it's like, to me, this just points to the, the paradigm shift from teacher being totally into control, in control of everything, to learners steadily taking on control as they learn how to do it, you know, as they gain those skills. Right. It's in that we're not expecting them to know everything right out of the bat coming into us. They're not supposed to know everything and how to, how to wash their yeah. hands and how to get in a line and how to study correctly and how to take notes. They don't know any of that stuff. No, That's no. It. I like how you just did like a range of stuff from like kindergarten up to high school. That was amazing. <laughs> well, that's what I get paid for. That's right. That's what you ah, get paid for. It's all true. It's all it true. Is. It is. And we're supposed to we're supposed to help them with that. And and sometimes we forget that and we concentrate on the content a little too much. Yeah, you know what? I'm even I'm gonna raise your help 
and say that we should be supporting them get get into an even more subtle difference because if we help them that's the dangerous line of doing it for them oh very nice I know, right? very what? nice <laughs> yeah so matt you've been kind of on like uh i'm thinking of a clever way to explain it but like you've been you've been away and you've been doing some like you're doing some personal growth in your career, and um, you've got a lot to say about some stuff right now. Well, I do. So I was at a I was at a conference last week uh, in another state. Uh, it was wonderful. It was fantastic. Uh, it was more about uh, changing the way high schools work. So it was like a re reform conference, I guess you could say, right? It wasn't necessarily personalized yeah. learning. But it was about what are some of the what are some of the highlights of things that schools are doing across the country, and it was fantastic because there's all kinds of schools doing all kinds of different things. It turns out that none of them are really doing what we're doing in our district, and and that's okay. Uh -huh. That's okay because we we shared what we did. But uh, was, you know, when you go to these conferences, you kind of look for what is something you can bring back that you can apply to your own district. That's what I right. always look for when when I go to right. things and listen. And even though none of them were doing what we're doing, they all had a common theme. And it was all about the culture of the classroom or the building. Every single one of them. So the presentations I went to for a couple of days all really focused on their particular thing, but the change was about the culture in their, in their buildings. And we went on two school visits, two schools in that particular city, and they were yeah. fantastic. And, and they're held up as as really transformative schools and school districts. And it's funny because I didn't get that at all from what they're doing. Really? No, not, not at all. I, you know, I ask a kid, for instance, uh, you know, how do you, how do you get graded? How do you, how do you know what standards you're working on? And they're like, well, you know, we, we, we kind of just do our own thing. Is how this what, wait this, what does that mean? this one girl put it yeah and i'm like okay so what what does that mean well you know we have we have things we're interested in and so we we try to to design some some things we like to do and you know they're project based or you know it's not really it's not really project based or place based it's just things that they want to do that that take a long time so i guess you could say it's project based sort of so I asked, okay, so how do you know what you're working on? Well, it's just things that, that we're interested in. So what are the standards? And the, the, the answer I got back was, what do you mean? Uh-oh. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, well, that's not what, what I've been told about here. I'm like, okay, well, I, I can get around that. You, we can talk about you know things that they, they like and they really seem to enjoy it. And their, their teachers were, were outstanding at providing a lot of voice and choice and right. different opportunities for ways to show how they learned it, which was something the kids really enjoyed. So I really liked that part. But we, we started talking about grades and they, they talked about honors options. This was a high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Like, so how do you get honors options? Well, they just give us more work and we, we do it. I'm like, okay, uh well, that's, <laughs> if you've listened to us at all, you know, that's not the way we'd like to do things. They just give us, yeah, they just give us more work. They just give us more work. And if we do it, we get honors and we get better grades. Did she say anything about like the quality of the work? No, she like just what? said more work. 
And I said, what, uh, is, what does that mean? Well, they just give us, you know, some more worksheets or assign us different papers. Um, so I'm like, okay, well, this, this is just more work at the same level. It's just more. So instead of read, uh, writing like a three-page paper, you have to write a six-page paper, that sort of thing. That's uh, okay. Yeah, or fill out more worksheets or, you know, read a different book right. and do a, another report on it, that sort of thing. So there's nothing really about rigor or, rigor. you know, cognitive right. levels or any of that sort of thing. It was really, really interesting. Huh, that is really interesting. Yeah, but the, the one that really got me the most was when she said, so how, I, I asked her, how do you know, how do you, are, are your expectations the same for everybody in the same class? Are you moving like all at the same pace? And she goes, well, yeah, we, we pretty much move as a block. But teachers grade you, and I want to make sure I get this right. Teachers grade you depending on their expectations of you. I'm like, okay, what, what, where are you going with this? She goes, well, I'm, yeah. I'm a, I'm an A student pretty much, and you know, I really like what I do, um, and the teachers know that, so they have an expectation that I'm an A student. I need to do A work. I'm like, so what does that mean for other students in your class? And she said, well, so wait, so what? Oh, you know where I'm going with this one. So they talk so about. So if, if I'm perceived as being a C student, then they're only going to expect air quote C work from me. Yeah, and if you do better, that's awesome. But that's your expectation. That's messed up. Yeah, let's just let that sink in for a little bit while I take a little drink of my drink here. So... <laughs> <clears throat> it, wow. It is, it is messed up. Uh, it is messed up. And so the whole academic part. I didn't agree with at all. However, the nice part that they said was, we really like the choice of assessments that we get. We yeah. Like, we like the opportunities that we can do different things with. Uh, they don't have any bells in the school. Uh, I went to the, the high school, but I also went later to the middle school, and it was it was very, very similar. So they were talking about, about being treated like adults and the expectation that well, if you do the right things, then you'll be treated correctly. And if you yeah. step out of line, we'll help you fix that. But this is th these are the expectations we have as a school. These, these are your behavior expectations. These are the ways you, you treat other people. These are the ways you can, you can study for yourself. So a lot of the culture pieces, they, yeah. they do as well as anybody I've ever seen. And the kids well, clearly cool. liked it. And so that's what I'm, yeah. I'm taking away. Because the academic part, no, I don't. I don't really. I don't agree with it at all. But I know. No, yeah, to, well, yeah. I was only there for two hours, so I couldn't get everything. But I did get a lot of kid point of view, and I, I didn't really talk to any teachers, um, because it just wasn't. You know, you don't want to hear from teachers. You want to hear from the people that are that are in the school doing stuff. You know, I expect if people come to our district to talk to our kids to get the real scoop, not just talking to me mm, or true. any of our teachers. So. Yeah, so like we talk about um, kind of different different tenets or features of personalized learning that that we believe in and that like we expect should kind of exist in a personalized learning environment. And so you kind of made that caveat up front that like this was not a personalized learning um, conference. Like this was not the purpose. And like oh, so, right. but that was the lens that was the lens you were bringing to this experience. And it it kind of makes me think of I'm hearing you talk about. Um, two of the pillars that um, 
you know, one of them like culture and within the classroom and the building. And then the other one, um, just to kind of tie it back for people, if they're not sure where that ties in, um, transparency of learning is kind of where you were talking a little bit. Right. Because I've always thought of it, as we've talked about before, as those are those are the things that 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 you have to have in order to build a personalized learning system. You have to have culture and you have to have that clear and transparent learning continuum. You have to have those. But the, mm. the more I the more I visit all these other schools and talk to kids and people coming in and they always say, where do you start? I always started with both of them, that it doesn't matter which one you start with, but you kind of have to have one before you have the other. So there is, I never thought they were yeah. necessarily in order. So I think culture is really the first step before we start on any type of uh, learning continuum. Even though I think that's important, I, the, the thing that I've seen the most is you can make changes in your schools, even if they're really incremental towards personalized learning, but you have to start with the culture. You have, yeah. to, you have to change the culture first to put some of that learner agency onto our kids and, and so they can be in control start with you know some voice and choice start with types of different types of assessments um just teach some of those you know soft skills 21st century skills guiding principles whatever you call them in, in your particular state if you start with those when you switch to some type of learning continuum you'll already have that culture in place right and i, think, I agree 100%. i think that's what i'm seeing i visited another school too and it, they did something again completely different but talking to the kids that were seniors there and say, why did you go to this particular school? Because it was a choice school. So they chose to go there and they said, well, it was all about the internships was their big thing, which was fantastic. Yeah. And they, yeah. had, they had said, well, you know, we met all our requirements usually by our sophomore year or so. So it opens up our schedule to do other things. But they were already taught what those other things could potentially be and right. some of those skills on how to be successful outside of the school building. So they do a wonderful job with that, even though the system academically was nothing like like I tend to believe in, but their culture was outstanding. So right. two completely different schools, it was all about the culture was was the key. And all those presentations I went to, little dinky things that, that schools are doing, which is wonderful to help them change, but it all came down to the culture of the buildings, the culture of the districts, the cultures of the classroom were all the top priority before they could do something reformative or transformative. Yeah. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm getting out of these things. Awesome. So I think I'm changing my mind a little bit on like the, the, the steps you have to do just to, to start. Culture yeah. comes first. Culture comes first and get that down. And then you can move into some type of continuum. Like when we talked last year uh, with Jesse Boyce from Florida, shout out to Jesse. Hey Jesse. That we talked. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Yep, my dog is giving a shout out to Jesse wow. too. Wow, Jesse's getting it from everywhere today. Nice. <laughs> so we talked about with Jesse about changing the culture of the classroom whilst while also putting your standards in some type of order so kids could see what they work through. And yeah. we'll be talking with Jesse fairly soon. Yeah. But I want to see if one of those is more successful than the other and why and see if it confirms any of us today. So just just some thoughts. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I think that wraps up today. I think it does too. Yeah. Culture is the key. It's the first step for everything. All right. There we go.
All right, so to wrap up, a little bit of begging here. Please take a moment to rate and review us on iTunes. As yes. it does help people find the show. It does. It does. The reviews would be very, very nice. Uh, the ratings would be very, very nice. But please go on to iTunes and do that. You can also follow us on Twitter at PLearnMC. You can follow me at Eat Sleep Stats. I'm at C, and you can head to our Facebook page at PLearnWithMC. Before we go, I have one request. It's another, um, I don't know if it's a beg, but it's just more, it's more of like a rally cry, I think, um, that you guys all take a moment to find out how to contact your representatives in Congress and um, the Senate and to contact them and let them know your thoughts, especially on some of the bills and ideas coming forth that have to do with public education. So please do that. Yeah, without a doubt. It is important. It does work. Uh, and just get yourself involved. You don't have to do get involved with every little thing, but just keep in contact and just keep up and let your representatives know it does work. Yeah. All right. We'll talk later.